Welcome, everybody, to the Energy for Sales podcast, where we believe if you're not having fun, you might be doing it wrong. Uh, no, Tim, you are doing something wrong. This should be fun. <laughs> Spoken like a true sales coach. <laughs> this, is, this is Tim Hooper and David Oliphant bringing you energy for your sales process. Stay tuned. Welcome back to Energy for Sales. Uh, Tim Hooper here, your host. We've got some special guests again, David Allison, Master Sales Coach. We've got our good friend Mike Noblin in here from Pensacola, Florida. Hey. Our sales leader in Ball of Energy. It's good to have you, Mike. Hey, thanks for having me, guys. It's an honor. Yeah, well, what were we talking about today? <clears throat> well, we we're just we we're just riffing a little bit about um, PPE, right? There's a, there's a shortage on the uh, PPE, personal protective equipment, right? There shouldn't be a shortage on a new PPE that we've just kind of been kicking around called Pivot, Plan, and Evolve, right? So mm. the first part of that would be Pivot. Um, Tim was talking about, you know, somebody he follows or a friend of his saying, I'm sick of hearing the word Pivot. We need to evolve. Well, that implies that those two are enemies, right? But really, the more, you know, the three of us got to talking about it, really, they're, they're partners. They're not really enemies. Pivot is, is probably the start of evolution. So, I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. Just to kick it off. Good, good point. No, that's, that's good. And uh, it was a good riff. Uh, we were sharing earlier about how companies need to pivot. This week, I watched um, a very short video from Simon Sinek, and he talked about pivoting he was interviewing someone and and um how that in, in a pivot you can't lose your why you can lose your what or how you do something but you ha- but but the pivot has to be about um pivoting to and keeping uh in in close contact with your why and so we're talking about it again uh tim mentioned someone had said you know I'm, i am tired of hearing about pivoting and you know we need to be evolution and we talked a little bit about a pivot has to be quick we're in times uh, we always have to adapt, not just in this time, but in most times. Markets change. Salespeople on the ground, they're, they're seeing, uh, if they're curious and they're understanding, they're, they're seeing market conditions change a little bit. And and to me, pivot is quick. You need to pivot in the right direction. And if it can get you on that path of evolving, and that, uh, because we're, the world is not going to be the same. The world is not going to be right. the same. We've talked a lot right. about that. So great topic today. Tim, uh, thoughts on that? Yeah, great kickoff here. Um, I think, like you said, you know, pivot, pivot's quick, and then you've got to, but then people say, oh, pivot and then evolve. I think you have got, do not miss the, the second P, and that's plan. Like, right now, sit down and think five years, ten years out. I mean, as business owners, we've already done this, right? We've already been through this exercise. We do this all the time in our quarterly planning sessions or our yearly planning sessions setting goals. But right now, we're facing a whole new set of, like, whole new set of challenges slash opportunities to, so we have to plan how the evolution looks now, like from today, today's the new start of all of this. So how are you going to evolve? So setting aside time, pulling in your coaches, your team right now to plan this evolution. So you pivoted, you had to, to survive, you had to pivot. I mean, we were just talking earlier. I mean, everyone's on zoom. Um, I've spoken this week, this week, seven times. 
I didn't even speak seven times in a week before. Now, seven times because there's access to me like never before. So it's this huge pivot. People are turning to online sign, you know, closing um, faster than ever. Lenders are starting to get on board. David, you were talking about your healthcare clients and how, you know, at- attaching electronics to the claim piece, piece of it to make that happen faster. And, and Mike, you were talking about, you know, that the whole HVAC world and how right. that completely pivot, you know, so the pivot sure. had to happen. But now it's like, how do we sit down, David, and, and coach our teams, like plan with them? Talk about your, your, your I loved it, the seatbelts and thinking caps. Tell us, tell us what, what seatbelts and thinking caps mean. Yeah, so uh, about a week and a half ago, uh, you know, we've been extremely busy, as I've mentioned on these past calls, fortunately, and um, um, that pace has even thickened more. Uh, our, our team is in various programs with outreach calls, emails, and you know, as things begin to come back to some sort of normal, businesses are beginning to open, there's going to be this, this heightened sense of getting out in front of people. So you're going to have to, salespeople and sales organizations are going to have to put on that seatbelt and, and get get going quickly. The world is a little bit changed. Don't lose your why, but, but we're in a point where volume has to increase. The amount of quality touches have to increase. So put on your seatbelt, but, but the other side of that, you have to have your thinking cap. You can't just be reckless and, um, you know, not listen to, to your future client and just move. And we've talked about things like that, just moving through your, your sales process and, and not paying attention. But so I kind of coined the, the phrase with my team this past week that week and a half ago that it is time to put on our seatbelt, but we also have to strap on our thinking caps. Uh, again, going back to sales daftness, you can't be whimsical and silly out there. Can't be daft. So, um, so that, that's been so, our thing for the last week and a half. So putting on a seatbelt, Mike, what does that mean for you? Like as a sales professional, if David was to say, put your seatbelt on, what, what does that emotionally do for yeah, you? Yeah, when, when, when I hear, you know, that phrase, put on your seatbelt, I think activity. You know, we have to ramp up activity. Um, and I like how he also put in there, you know, but also put on your thinking cap, you know. You can't just go out and make a thousand calls without a plan, right? So that kind of hits that second P and PPE. Um, but yeah, I just, I just think of activity, you know, we put, put your seatbelt on, it's going to take, you know, for instance, in my business, I'm, I'm used to booking at least four to five face-to-face meetings a week, you know, just through cold calls. Well, during this pivot, you know, obviously no visitors allowed 99.8% of places. Right. And so I'm, I'm learning that to, you know, to, to book meetings on zoom, it's taking more activity. Um, so I'm already seeing that, you know, um, and so that's that's just one of the ways I've had to pivot. It's just really just making more cold calls. Yeah, I love I love that you brought activity up. Obviously, that's one of our pillars in the DAS uh, uh, formation of sales. Is the, the A there is activity. I also think um, seatbelts for to me means like we're we're going like we're going to space like. Thing about like you know seatbelts, the astronaut, zero gravity. You're like you're strapping in, we're going somewhere. And I right. think what I'm sensing in a lot of people is like this dragging of their feet, almost this denial that we're evolving. Like maybe we'll just get back to normal. So I do believe like the buddy who was talking about pivot versus evolution, and he was saying a lot of people who are saying pivot, they think it's like hey, this quick pivot because we're going to come back to where we were. The, the beautiful thing about they can go hand in hand is you pivot. But no, we cannot deny we are evolving. 
So we're going to have consumers who are very emotional about it. It's going to be skittish for a few months, like getting back in touch with people. It's going to come back, I believe. We're going to open restaurants. We're going to go to the beaches. Like, we're going to, like, people need that. But as far as how we did business, shoot, if I could be home with my kids, I think the entire workforce is going to demand a little, they're going to have different expectations. We're going to demand the consumer for some of the things that we don't need to go sit at a closing table for. We're going to demand certain things. Um, for maybe on-call doctors, meeting with your doctor on Zoom possibly, we're going to demand as the consumer different things. So put your seatbelt on. For me, almost says don't live in denial that this mm. evolution is happening. Strap wow. on your seatbelt. And then, David, tell us more about how to have the right kind of thinking cap. Because some of us can think, but how, where do we need to go in that? Like how do we need to invite the customer into that process of thinking? Like what does that look like in the new age? Well, I think in a new age, it's similar to the, to where we've been. Um, salespeople have to be prepared. They have to do the research. They have to understand. They have to deserve a place, a seat at the table mm-hmm. with a future client by knowing something about them and doing the research. Again, not silly and whimsical. Right. Know your stuff. Um, if you know, with our team, we're going into calling uh, and email campaigns. Um, have as much information about our solution as possible. Um, we're not selling the solution. We're sending these um, solutions upstream, these opportunities. Um, but I think thinking cap is that. And I think how we bring the client into it, again, is full disclosure of what that buying process or sales process looks like on the front end, asking for those upfront commitments, mm-hmm. letting them know what's next, if not determining that. I think that the more we can outline what it takes to partner as we were talking earlier, you know, with, with Mikey Knob, that, um, you know, they have a process, but let, be, bringing the buyer in, into that process. Um, mm-hmm. And it also allows you to own, own, the, own the sales process throughout. But I think that the, the, the buyer, the future client, um, is, is deserving of what that journey looks like. We talked also a little bit um, about risk aversion and um, the tolerance for risk. Um, in, in Mike's, um, in Mike's world, that that's a good driver. Someone that can plan out those, those purchases. They have a budget. They can budget it as opposed to mm-hmm. having a three or $400,000 surprise when, when a unit goes. So I think that thinking cap means also understanding what it's like to be on the other side and what, what is comforting for them. Um, so that's just some of my thoughts. What, uh, I don't know if, Mikey Knobs has a little bit different view, or you have a different view, Tim? No, I, well, you know, I, I was thinking uh, while you were saying, you know, letting them know what's next or getting them involved in that buying process up front. Like, here's what's going to happen. What I'm finding in the industry right now is a lot of people, you know, their clients, say, say, they, were, say they were selling into the lending space, right, to, to a loan officer. You know, that buying process even is changing in, in a way. So how do you as a sales professional keep that activity going? How do you ask the question up front? What do you need? Mm. What are you looking at? Good. How are you evolving? How can we be your partner in this evolution? Like, do you just bring that into the conversation these days? Because everyone is kind of like, we want to do it this way. Hey, is this possible? Hey, what about this? Have you guys thought about this? So, how do you ask that question early on? Well, you 
you know, we talked a little about risk aversion. We, I think always it's in the discovery. It's an understanding the drivers, where's the organization, what's happening. Um, you know, we've always, uh, we utilized when we were all together and I've coached this before, um, even at the very beginning, I'm not sure we'd be a perfect fit for you, right. Tim. What I'd like to do is share how we've helped others. I think might be similar to you. Um, if we're not a fit, that's fine. I always think, I, I think that you give them an out, you make it okay. Absolutely. If we're not a fit, that's great. Um, I'm going to pivot here for a second. We talked about the evolution. Yeah. The evolution of the office <laughs> is that we're going to be on, we're going to be on zoom calls and kids are going to be in the background and that's okay. So that's, that's how we've pivoted as, as a, as a business community. And, um, you know, we talked last week about vulnerability and being vulnerable. I mean, I wasn't yeah. embarrassed that yeah. he jumped up on here. Um, I'm right. glad he didn't jump on my shoulders or my head like he sometimes does. Um, <laughs> but I think that, you know, those common practices going back to the question of, of it, letting them know it's okay to say no, asking for the permission, but, but it's in, it's in discovery. Um, we talked earlier and, and you touched on, uh, the evolution of, of solutions in, in these, in your industry and in my industry, virtual things that, um, that are important. Mike talked about it, um, regarding virtual meetings where you do face to face and, um, I think we just we need to step up the volume and share what that buying process is about and see um ask for permission and you know again if it's not if it's not a good fit, you give them the out at the beginning. And we talked a lot about upfront commitments. That's the time to ask for referrals as or introductions before you even start the sales process or there are a lot of right. tentacles of that, but but the world is so evolving I, and I think it starts with a pivot. So because pivot is quick. Perfect. So, I mean, pivot in your sales conversation, right? Early on, be, be willing in your sales conversation, just go, go different places. And, um, and I think what you said, David, just, Hey, I'm not sure we're a fit, but Hey, you know, clients right now, they're reaching out to us with this issue and we're, we're able to help them. And I think it's similar to what I've researched about you and just like going in with that approach, just like lead in with the evolution right now, guys, everyone's evolving. So lead in with how you're evolving, how you're leading the charge on that. Because, you know, I'm coaching a lot of companies right now who are evolving. And you guys are doing great leading that charge. So lead, lead in with your clients, your referral partners with that. Um, let's not be in denial about the, the evolution coming. You guys have pivoted. Now let's sit down and make the time to plan to evolve with our team, with ourselves. Um, how are we evolving ourselves? Maybe you can't go to the gym right now, so your, your, your health is kind of like – taking a step back, like, how are you going to evolve that? How are you going to get out into your community and run or, or do something at home? I mean, you got to evolve, right? Physically, emotionally, um, and in business. So push-ups and sit-ups, baby. To evolve. That's all, that's all Herschel Walker needs. Hey, work well, real good for Herschel. That's all I'm saying. That's all you need. <laughs> and, bring, and bring your cat to the Zoom call. That, that's it. That's it. You know, what's interesting, I'm sitting back there listening to you talk, Tim, and talk about evolution. And our buyers, our markets, our industries evolve every day. We're evolving prior to this. And we probably, unless you're looking for it, didn't even know it. Because business does evolve. Markets evolve industries. Uh, and this is just a major seismic shift to wake us up because after this, it's all different. We talked a little bit a couple of weeks ago 
um, about the, the role of a sales leader and how they really need to be in the field with their people, understanding what the clients are, are asking, developing their people by watching the process. And if you're not leading that way, you're not, you're not seeing these little shifts. Now the seismic shift woke us all up, but right. um, you know, organisms are always evolving and right. well, we just need to, you know, we just need to be finely tuned to that. Yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. Um, you know, as we put playbooks together for sales teams, um, you know, those, those sections in there that, you know, your core values, your why, it's interesting. You said that earlier, the why stays the same, the how changes. Well, right. there's sections in our sales playbook of your core values, the why of business, who your target client is, who your fit is, those things, those foundational pieces of sales don't change, but you know, those scripts, those sales scripts, that phone scripts, the email scripts, that's in a section called like update, right? Update these. And right now we got to be updating these pretty, pretty rapidly and staying and keeping our ear to the ground of how others out there in the, in our fear, our competitors are, are shifting and, and going in. We need to just have our hand really. And that's why I think I love what you said. Thinking cap, have your thinking cap on, have your ears, all ears, thinking cap and shit. Keep, keep evolving. Just keep evolving and, and live in that dynamic space. Be okay with that. Be okay with being uncomfortable. Um, I think you're, I think we're, we're all going to go places if we just keep our, keep our thinking cap and our seatbelts on. I, I like that analogy. It's, it's interesting. And you, uh, you mentioned our playbooks and that's why we deliver it back in, in, in a word document format, because it's something that it has to evolve. There's a right. section that talks about, um, my competitors beat me consistently because of this. We win over our competitors because of that. Those things change. They, right. they can change really quickly without a huge new competitor entering the market. Uh, right. So that's the thinking cap part. And that's, you know, even in the evolution, your your sales playbooks need to continually evolve. We could easily make them and send them to you in, as a PDF. And then it sits right. on the shelf and right. it well, we, never evolve. Exactly, exactly. Uh, and, and so here's the thing about the piece of the plan. You guys have pivoted. We need to evolve. We got to think five, ten years out. So sit down and plan. Mike, how would you how would you uh, coach a sales team? I mean, do they need to come together on Zoom? I mean, how do you plan as a sales team? How do you get everybody in the same room? How do you plan on a, and have that rhythm going forward? How, how do you do it? Right. I mean, Coach brought up a good point earlier. It's just it's knowing your people. Um, just showing empathy and just knowing your people as individuals, I think is key. Um, you know, it's, it's tough, man. I mean, I, I'm used to a lot of face-to-face -face interaction. You know, I'm, I'm a handshaker, I'm a hugger. So this time is killing me, you know, and I hope it's not the, I hope it's not the death of the handshake, the death of the hug. It may be, but I got to be okay with that. I got to find, you know, different ways of connecting with people, um, that kind of thing. So, just with your team, maybe doing, maybe it's doing more check-in calls. Maybe it's doing more Zoom calls. Um, finding out, you know, what your what your people need, um, you know, and just showing them you care. And that's it, because it's a fearful time out there for 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 all of us, really. I mean, things change is never comfortable, you know, um, but it does bring usually there's a lot of good that comes with with change, even even during a pandemic. You know, I think we're going to see a lot of positive things come out of this. So. Yeah. Tim, I'm going to challenge you a bit because I do, I'm a huge proponent of, of planning and you know that. And I do think when you talk about your why and your vision and your mission and your BHAG and those long-term things, I think it is time to reset that five to 10 year vision. 
but I think I, I see more sprints, more, you know, with, with the world evolving at a really rapid pace. I see, you know, where we used to do a lot of quarterly planning to set strategy for the top priorities for that quarter. I see that, that putting its seatbelt on as well. And it, it really is a time for shorter sprints, whether it's four week sprints, six week sprints mm. um, to, to then yeah. recalibrate to the why, the vision, the mission, the purpose, the core values, um, mm. the SWOT analysis, all those things that are part of a, a proper planning session. Um, but, but I do think it's, uh, you got to have your thinking cap on. You got to be with your people and you got to know what, uh, what your buyers are thinking and, and wanting to invest in and, and how they are evolving. So I'll just challenge you a little bit or on hand. No, and I, Hey, challenge accepted, man. And that's what, that's what we do this every single Saturday morning is have this huddle up. And, uh, man, it, you bring so much to the table for, for me and challenging me. And you're exactly right. In fact, you know, it's funny you say that that's always been the, Hey, looking out five cents. That's been the way we've, we've done it, right? Quarterly planning sessions. You just challenged me. Hey, Tim, evolve. We're doing more four-week sprints. We're doing more two-week sprints. Like, hey, try something for two weeks. Does this deliver on our why? If it doesn't, let's circle back in two weeks and let's change the how. Like, our why is this, okay? This is why we're in business. But if, if we're not delivering, if we're not bringing more clients to that table of the why, well, then we got to change the how. So, let's guys, let's meet every two weeks. And let's talk about our strategies, what, how we've done. Is it working? How do we change? And how do we evolve? So, yeah, maybe two-week sprint on activity, maybe four-week sprint on an initiative um, in the marketplace, maybe a six-week sprint on, you know, um, how we're going to address the lenders. I, whatever that is, put your rhythms in place. Put your rhythms in place because we got to plan on the evolution. So, I challenge accepted. Boom. Let's rock it out. <laughs> and it's a, to Mikey Knob's point, uh, you know, these more frequent meetings, we have a daily huddle. It's virtual as a team. Uh, we move through that at a pretty, pretty nice pace like we should. And, and then we have certain programs that have very high profile that are, that are COVID related programs that have high visibility within the company. And so what we've done, uh, we started eight ten. we're normally done about eight forty, and we need to tighten that up, but we'll hold groups back to make sure that they're marching orders for the day. They know exactly because, um, again, some of them are running multiple programs. Some have just started, so it's more of a, a onrush and a sprint, and then others are kind of back pocket. But we make sure by 9 o'clock when we get off the phone that they know what to focus on that day. So I think, again, it's a seatbelt because it's going to be a fast day, but let me, let's help enhance that thinking cap so that everyone's really clear what that day um, looks like because we have responsibilities upstream to executive leadership and and uh, segment marketers and business unit owners that uh, we're going to do what we can do. So, clear in on, on helping on that thing you can. Fantastic. And, and James, let's, let's, let's end this one here, but let's segue into the next one. Uh, and we got it. And Mike, you, I'm going to let you cheer us out, Mike, because you know exactly what I'm talking about. We did a daily huddle. When, when us three were together in sales, we did we did a daily huddle, and man, how powerful was that? How focusing was that? So, Mikey, say something about that daily huddle, and then we're gonna cheer this thing out because we're gonna man, like, next week we're gonna talk about daily huddle. Yeah, definitely. I mean, that, that's that's key. It's one of the things I miss about us working together is just the uh, the camaraderie, the uh, you know the constant teamwork, the constant check ins, um, you know. It's about enjoying what you do, and if you if you have a close team, you know that just makes it more enjoyable. 
And so I'm a big, 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 big fan of daily huddles, uh, daily check-ins, just seeing how folks are doing. And like Coach saying, setting clear expectations also, but mainly just, uh, you know, checking in with them. So, uh, good stuff, guys. Are we hugging this? Are we hugging this one out? That's right. Was it air air hugs? Air air hugs? There you go. All right, guys. That's right. Get your PPE, baby. That's right. PPE.